0: Welcome to the New Books Network.
1: Hello to Helen Wu. Hi. Thank you, Dr. Mel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. What are you talking about? I'm so
2: excited to have you on the program again. So last time you were here to talk about your life and your writing career, Um, you had a beautiful book out, Tofu Takes Time, um, and you have another book coming out next year. Uh, But today we are going to talk about Helen Wu, the publisher. And you are the publisher of yee Press, which is Mm -hmm. incredible. I won't ask you how old you are, but I know you have two small children. Mm -hmm. And um, you are an incredible wonder woman. Uh, Great, great to have you. And So before I forget, my name is Mel Rosenberg, and I am the host of the Children's Book Network. No, the Children's Literature Channel of the New Books Network. I've only done that 60 times after practice. And I have with me the incredible Helen Lu, who is the publisher of Yihu Press. So uh, Helen, um, people are gonna ask, how did you get to be publisher of a large indie uh, publishing house on the West Coast? So take us back to uh, three years ago and your chance, so-called chance meeting, that turned mm-hmm. into your dream.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so first uh, let me introduce Yuhu Press. Um, Yuhu Press is an independent uh, children's book publisher, and uh, Yuhu Press is dedicated to creating fun, enchanting, and socially responsible children's book and the products for readers and customers around the world. And we publish children's books um, which target steam related topics and uh, international voices. And we also specialize in fi- uh, featuring books on cultural inclusive uh, inclusivity and the social emotional learning and yihu press has partnered with the shanghai yihe industry corporation which was founded in 2007 and published over 200 titles per year to create and sell children's books and educational products that promote the pos- uh, positive growth and the development of children and yihu press has offices in san diego california and shanghai and suzhou in china and translated from chinese yihu means peaceful and harmony um and and I met uh I, I started as a self-taught illustrator and I uh, self-published many of my own uh, children's picture books. And uh in 2019, I went to SCPI uh, RA conference and I met Yuhu Team. Uh, they uh, the publisher and the uh, their editors are looking for someone to take uh, uh, to, t- uh to be in charge of their US branch. And that's my background in children's book publishing and my connections with US authors and my experience in publishing, so uh, make, make Anna, uh, my native language is uh, Chinese, which make it really easy for, to, for communication with uh, the uh, editorial team in China. So it makes me kind of like the perfect uh, candidate for their, um, yeah, for their team. So yeah, that's how we get started.
2: So, okay, so I know you, you, you came to uh, the States to study. Um, hmm. Economics. You, <laughs> yes, I remember, and you, you grew up speaking Chinese. Mm-hmm. and uh, you you mastered uh economics and you mastered English and you mastered by yourself uh becoming a um, a prominent a, uh illustrator and um and a writer and then you got this dream job so what what I want to know is like how you felt when you met this fellow. did you know him before?
1: No, I didn't know him at all. And uh, when when I first met the editors, I actually submitted the manuscript to them, and they're actually like, no, we are looking for someone to you know take care of the business side of this uh, branch, not just uh publishing um, a book for you as the author. So um, that's uh, so it took uh, us like a few months to you know get back and forth because at first they are kind of like a little bit worried. I only want to publish my own book. Because you know, I started as an author illustrator, uh, but then I really learned it's uh, it's um this business is really you have so many things you need to learn, and even you want to be successful as an author, you need to learn so many things that you didn't know until you get involved in every step of book making, and uh, it's really a teamwork. You got to work with editors, with copy editors, and uh, you know developmental editors, and also with uh, graphic designers and art. Directors. Directors and uh, all these things are something I I'm really interested in and I'm very curious to learn about. So um, I like I I focus some I switch my focus from writing or from illustration to um, publishing and to this the business side of uh, publishing. So uh, for me, I also um, adjust my career focus since I met them and uh, gradually kind like uh, um, adjust my position from uh, just being author to um business manager
2: yeah <laughs> okay but you, you still keep your sensitivity as an illustrator and an author and mm-hmm. uh, you're also involved in the yes. editorial process as a tihu
1: Yes, absolutely. I think my experience as the author and illustrator uh, makes me uh, know what uh, authors and illustrators they are, they care about and how the communication can make this, um, what kind of communication can make the process easier for everybody involved and how to respect their work and also uh, try to kind of like a build the bridge between editors, uh, art directors, and uh, creators. And that also makes me kind of like a, as an author, I'm more um. Kind like sensitive to what kind, uh, what uh, what books, or uh, how to add more commercial hooks to a book, or how to make uh, add multiple layers to a book to to make the book more attractive to readers and to educators and parents. So yeah, it's really um multi beneficial process for me as an author and a, uh, as a publisher.
2: I, I'm so delighted to see you again. Um, and uh, so let take take us through uh mm-hmm. Yahoo Press mm-hmm. um how many how many you publish a lot of picture books how many a year
1: uh, we publish. This is our second year. So last year uh, we published seven books, and this year we published uh, fourteen books. Uh, next year we will publish, um, yeah, around fourteen books as well. And uh, so we we aim to publish around um, around ten books to, uh, per year, so we can get uh, give each book enough attention. And we since we publish the books in U.S. and in China and in uh, English and in simplified Chinese, so we hope the seems to be kind of like a universal messages there and also have some like esteem related topics or have social emotional learning uh, information there so and uh, especially we are kind of like looking for books with a combination clever combination of fiction and non-fiction so the story itself is like um fictional story but at the end there is a, a non-fiction bad matter so readers can uh, have some uh, can learn something new so um yeah we um yeah that's uh, our uh, publishing focus. So, so first
2: of all, I will tell authors that um, it's a wonderful uh, publishing house. The artwork that you do is is beautiful. Uh, the quality of the books. I've I've had the honor of interviewing uh, now three of your authors, uh, mm-hmm. yourself, uh, Rosie Pova, and uh, Amalia, uh, mm-hmm. and um, it, I I can't wait to interview more of them. Um, so, you are. A, you are owned by the Chinese uh, company, the Chinese uh, publisher.
1: No, it's a uh, independent US company, so we partner with them. Yeah, the and the uh, the uh, Chinese editions are uh, published by our uh, the the company in China. Uh, handled by the uh, the uh, team in China separately. So
2: okay, but when, when, in your process, when you mm. get a manuscript, mm. how many manuscripts are, did you get this year? A few thousand
1: uh probably, yes, yeah. so we get a, a submissions every day and um se- yeah multiple several submissions every day, so I think it will be yeah a few thousand yeah
2: yeah um and so and then what happens what's the process um are mm-hmm. your readers in house uh are they uh here are they here I'm in Israel
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: are they in the states are they in china <laughs> who who re- who reads the uh the submissions
1: yeah, um, it's a really great question. Uh, we have two teams of editors, so one team in the states and one team in China. So, um, uh, our uh both of our um teams of editors they will read the submissions. So our uh the uh the editors in the U.S. they will evaluate the um the manuscript for the U.S. market, and our editors in China they will evaluate the the manuscript for the China market. If both of them kind of like, uh, the the uh manuscript pass the first round of uh, acquisitions then the two teams will discuss like uh, um how we position this manuscript and how if there is any revision needed and if they do it, it do, does need a revision and what the authors add to the about this so sometimes there were different directions of uh, revisions that we need to yeah, communicate with the author like uh, how they like to proceed and which direction they prefer um so yeah we both teams uh, we will evaluate the manuscript individually. So we don't want like a one market kind of like a- Be the dominant. We really want the the manuscript can be can stand alone in both markets. And since uh, the readers' taste a little bit uh, is a little bit different, especially in China, uh, readers prefer like a longer um, uh, stories. But in in US, you know, the especially for picture books, right now it's shorter and shorter. So that's another reason we want you know have uh, the story, especially looking for stories with um, uh, like a clever combination of fiction and non-fiction so if uh, so it's kind of like um in the end the non-fiction part adds another layer to the story so um it's kind of like uh, make the book fits both markets better so yeah okay
2: but this is i find this intriguing and over the course of next year i will be interviewing other publishers from mm-hmm. other countries and i've already interviewed a uh publisher from israel and uh and next year i will have a uh publisher from uh, the uk and continental europe Mm -hmm. and while while i have you Mm -hmm. um i'm going to ask you what what are the differences um Mm -hmm. you know between the uh the children in -hmm. china uh the children in the states uh the Mm -hmm. parents uh, the librarians um do you need permission from the chinese government to to publish a children's book in china
1: um, usually, uh, I think for readers in China, they prefer the content to be um educational or, or like uh, has really some solid and knowledge there. They want to learn something there, and uh, um, and so uh, so that's why you know we we want we focus a little bit more on like a related topic and uh, social emotional learning. That's uh, since social emotional learning, we are all human beings. We feel those feelings, uh, you know, across. Borders. So, um, yeah, and uh, also, uh, I think another um, difference is, especially when it comes to Chinese culture. Like, uh, um, I have I have read many best-selling books in China. The the setting is in the Forbidden City, which is six hundred years old uh, palace in Beijing. And uh, when when uh, when a book is set up, you know, the settings there, when it mentioned the Forbidden City, uh, readers in China they already know that you don't need uh, some extra. You know, introduction of the backstory, but for readers overseas, many of them never heard about this place, and you need to have some sort of introduction of the backstory of what this place is, what you expect it. And for picture book, this is so short. You might need to take one or two pages to set up the backstory. So that might make the story another like a folktale style or like a much longer. So when, it, especially when it comes to Chinese culture, we need to um, think about how. Uh, What kind of story, you know, um, you don't need to introduce the culture um, heavily, but still uh, readers, um, no matter they are familiar with uh, Chinese culture or not, still can get the emotional core of the story and get the message. So um, I think that's one way uh, to deal with uh, the different markets. That's something we really need to um, pay attention to. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So so in your book, uh, Tofu Takes Time, Uh, Mm -hmm. This is something that is very uh, germane to Mm -hmm. Chinese culture. And maybe Mm -hmm. in America, um, you know, people say, oh, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: food, you don't have to rush food. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, So, um, but you have other books, you know, uh, Amalia, uh, Masha Mm -hmm. uh, Munching, which is, I think, about a hungry goat. Um, And you have her monster book. Um, Mm -hmm. So. You don't, not all these books are educational in the sense of, of teaching mm-hmm. people uh, how to count or something. And then mm-hmm. you have Ro- Rosie Pova's wonderful book. Mm-hmm. It's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking that's a little different from what we think about Chinese education. We think oh. that in China, mm-hmm people are taught that it's very bad to make mistakes
1: (laughs) oh that's definitely a stereotype so yeah in China parents and educators want to uh educate kids that it's okay to make mistakes and uh, it's okay to and and you should keep trying and the most important part is keep trying and uh, perseverance that yeah that's the teachers and parents you know want to focus on perseverance and keep doing what you really love and uh to yeah just working to your goal and uh uh, the success is not uh, achieved uh, within one day. It's uh, a long time work and uh, you need to work on that uh, every day. And uh, uh, yeah, just uh, be persistent. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, so here comes the next question. This is mm. so much fun and it's it's so helpful to readers and, and, and educators and writers. Um, Helen, in your website, there mm. are instructions uh, that go way beyond what, publishers usually ask for. Mm-hmm. Um you have you say, okay, you can you can submit and we're interested in in fiction that crosses the line and gives us mm-hmm. some information about the world that we can share in the back matter. And
1: mm-hmm. that's
2: okay and standard. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then if you scroll down, there's mm-hmm. okay, we want a, a book about an excavator, two excavators that get mm-hmm. stuck and there's a purple truck and the purple truck and then the excavators get stuck. And mm-hmm. and um I, I'm I'm not being exact in the in the brief of the description but it's a Mm -hmm. very very um specific story you're looking for Mm -hmm. um and and you and i know as writers that we bridle when somebody tells us Mm -hmm. exactly what the story is about Mm -hmm. and if you're an illustrator you don't like when people tell you oh this you know we now now have an orange truck in the corner and there's a little kid standing and crying Mm -hmm. two feet away so Mm -hmm. um what can you explain this
1: be yeah yeah uh, thank you for um, you know looking at our website that detailly and bring this up it's really a great question Th- that's um, my
2: job dear
1: <laughs> yeah right since uh besides books um we are also developing merchandise and uh um you know uh, I love children's book but children's book are for children ages four to eight and it's a really narrow age group and uh, it's a very competitive market so uh we have the ability To develop merchandise and products, so merchandise can bring the books to a broader audience, and uh, the books can uh, add a meaningful message to the merchandise and make the merchandise stand out from you know similar uh, products out there. So we are um, trying to uh, develop more merchandise around books. Um, But when you develop merchandise, one the one thing uh, or and the one reason that I, from my observation, that not many publishers doing this is. That um, usually writer holds the text copyright and the illustrators hold the te- the copyright of the illustrations. And when you develop merchandise, the company develop merchandise want to hold the merchandise, uh, you know, copyright or the rights. And the, since all these uh, different people they have their own um judgment or you know how this art direction of this you know 3d toy should look like it makes the the whole process much longer the communication really you know complicated so for some specific products we want you know kind of like a, have a specific uh, content of the product uh, of the book or, or the story and we kind of like already have an idea of what kind of merchandise we want to pair with that story so that's why we have you know this is sort okay.
2: of uh, yeah yeah no but um you know <laughs> i'm used to like amalia you know like maybe you want to make a um a uh a doll of masha munching or one of her monsters um mm-hmm. but um it, it's like now that you've set the record straight um i'm expecting you now to show the audience a an excavator it's like <laughs> you know we bought three hundred thousand excavators, and now we want the story about them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a project that we are experimenting and see yeah how this direction is going to work. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: but it's very specific. Mm-hmm. The yeah, excavator. There's a truck it's stuck in mud. Mm-hmm. and The excavator comes, then the excavator stuck in mud. So writers like me, who mm-hmm. abandoned the scientific career because we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Things that are informational. We want to have the information serve mm-hmm. the story.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah.
2: But mm-hmm. as a publisher, you want the story to serve the merchandise.
1: Uh, I mean, that's a, it's a, just a one project we're doing. It's kind of like experimental. It's not like we are gonna go for that direction for all our projects. So so far we that's a, that's the only one. We are kind of like experimenting in this way. But for all other just regular submissions, we still do that. Yeah. Still, so yeah, we are really trying, you know, um, how how we can come to do more merchandise and how to bring books to our uh, um, to create a multi-dimensional um, reading experience around book. Because usually for other publishers, only when your book become a best-selling book and have uh, uh, three or more sequels and they will consider to develop merchandise around No, but it, it, it,
2: If somebody writes a, a book for your mm-hmm. experiment about mm-hmm. the excavators, mm-hmm. um, and then are they going to get a, a royalties on the sale of toy excavators? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I mean, I don't have any ideas myself, but I'm sure some people out among the thousands of readers and writers that are listening now will have an idea. And um it's really interesting to go to the Who Press website.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh because you have very specific requests. It's not only excavators, mm-hmm. uh you have um science fiction
0: mm-hmm. for
2: young children you're interested in and um series of books. Mm-hmm and you should, and people should check this out and also to see what the wonderful books you are publishing because they are astounding in their in their beauty um and in the storytelling so let's go back to the stories mm-hmm. okay yeah. um so somebody told me that in the states for example nobody wants grandparent books for example mm-hmm. and then uh, somebody from china said what are you talking about um, in China, we love stories about grandparents. Yeah. So I've been waiting to ask you stories about grandparents. Yes or no?
1: Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, it, I think in China, um, a lot of uh, grandparents they get really involved in taking care of uh, the kids. So they're they, they live very close to the family, and they will you know pick up kids from school and uh, cook for the family. So yeah, of course, grandparents, but we love them. Yeah.
0: Slash NBN 50 to get 50% off.
2: Are they so? So, what is the um in Western culture? Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately, grandparents are sometimes not respected, not Mm -hmm. valued. Mm Um, I I see this also in Israel that the elderly people are sometimes uh, cast aside, but that's Mm -hmm. not part of your culture, is it?
1: No, uh, in China, people really respect, um, respect elderly people, and I uh, think them they have the wisdom of life and would love to hear their suggestions and advice for life. And uh, yeah, it's I think it's, uh, you know, a different culture yeah, from Western culture. Yeah. But you have to bridge both these cultures. Uh, but honestly, I think um, I have seen many grandparents books in the States as well. So, um, so I, um, for children's book, I don't see there is so much, you know, bridge there for when it comes to grandparents books. So um, yeah, probably in, you know, adult life, there were some sort of, uh, you know, gaps there. But for children's book, yeah, I think it's definitely, um, it's kind of like a, a universal um, theme yeah. Okay,
2: no, I mean there's lots of grandparents books in the states. It's just that yeah. the uh, some people say that there's too many. Mm-hmm. Um so so you're you're interested in grandparent books? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, what else? This is a chance
1: mm-hmm. you know
2: beyond the excavators and this in the, and the <laughs> science fiction
1: yeah um nature related uh and the social emotional learning um yeah and uh we hope the core message is to something universal and uh encourage kids to keep trying and to um find their own path and uh, to um to keep trying and reach their goals so we uh next year we have a few books that uh demonstrate that in a school setting and uh, uh features a group of diverse kids and they they have a goal but they you know uh, go they go through some they go through some failures but eventually they'll reach a goal or even something unexpected so um yeah we we hope that we have this uh, possibility uh to kind of like uh, unleash those possible uh possibilities and also unleash uh, potentials w- within kids yeah and encourage kids to keep trying
2: so, so in the um, in your American books, when you show a kid, uh, he might be uh, Afro American, he might be Hispanic, he might be Caucasian, he might even be Jewish. Um, what happens when these books are appear in in China? Do you do the, redo the artwork?
1: Uh, yeah, I I think um, the world in China uh, I think half of the children's books in China right now are uh, were uh, ex, uh, were from foreign publishers. So yeah, so it's uh, it's really a very diverse um, uh, children's books from all around uh, countries uh, around the world. So um, uh, from very different cultures and countries, and the art style, of course, reflect the specific uh, country and culture from the artists that come from that country and culture so um yeah i think in china uh, um, as long as the art style is uh, professionally done you know the artist professionally uh, and uh, the art style is the children appropriate and that will be fine yeah
2: okay but you said that like in the states the picture books are usually 32 pages long
1: Mm -hmm. in china they're longer uh actually they're they're the uh, similar lens a 32 page or 40 page it just on every page the text will be there are going to be more text there <laughs> yeah
2: so, so uh, for writers who, who want to write more than 500 words china is your place <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, but for us, we still want to try, you know, to find a balance between, you know, a shorter format and the longer format, or how to, you know, maybe the story itself is kind of like in shorter format, but um, there is a back matter there where, where parents and educators can find more information about it. Yeah.
2: Okay, and and uh, uh, one more question I have, and then I want you to say something that I didn't ask you, whatever that is. Um, so. Uh, Some editors like uh, anthropomorphic characters, animals, Mm -hmm. um, and some uh, only like to do uh, real kids. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, What's your take on this as the publisher?
1: oh i we publish um you know animal characters and uh, human real human characters and uh you know as long as the core message is uh, universal and kids um related and also um you know focus uh, and also fit our list uh, we love to see the submissions yeah
2: so it it could be kids it could be animals um so <clears throat>
1: Or even uh, on non-living subjects. Yeah, we have next year. We have um, yeah, the main character is an egg. So (laughs) yes, I saw that.
2: Yeah. So uh, I want to interview the author.
1: Mm, Yeah, I
2: I love I love picture books about eggs. (laughs) One of my favorite. I really haven't have I had an egg author. So (laughs) so next next year we'll do an egg one. Um. So Helen, uh, now I want to ask you. To tell me something without my asking you. Mm-hmm. What 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 are your dreams for Yehu? What what haven't I asked? Um, yeah. What, um, we, what, what 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 do you want to share with with everybody?
1: Uh, I really want to create um, a dynamic uh, reading experience around books, Uh, not just uh, books, but um, many things beyond. And we are, uh, right, like in merchandise, we are doing plushies, enamel paints, stickers, uh, coloring bookmarks, Giant, um, coloring posters for decoration on, you know, classroom and uh, f- uh, for home. And we are even thinking about to do like uh, those 3D model that uh, you can use uh, for like blind boxes. So, um, yeah, we, we really hope our uh, stories and characters can fly beyond book and to be companions of many more children and teens and even adults out there and uh, to create this um, dynamic Uh, reading experience for readers and customers. Um, Yeah, I hope, uh, yeah, we are working on that and I hope we have uh, more to share with you all in the near future.
2: Are you getting um, a lot of submissions from people like you who have Chinese and American backgrounds? It seems to me to be perfect
1: yes we do we do get uh, but again like uh, um sometimes the the, the story focus to introduce Chinese culture which makes it actually if we uh, for uh, books in China readers there don't want to or it's uh, it's like too simple for them or they already know Chinese culture <laughs> uh, so that book actually fits perfectly for our you know for the. US audience but somehow it's a little bit you know too simple for readers in China so we we still want the story itself is not like focused to introduce one particular culture it's have a universal message there no matter people know that culture or not they can still get something you know can still relate to the core message the emotional core message of the book yeah
2: so so you're are you waiting so, some agents mm-hmm.
1: um
2: say uh surprise me
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, uh,
2: i think i think that i'm interested in this and this and this but Send me something that you think might surprise me. Do you want to be surprised?
1: Uh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but um, I mean, many. Uh, I think uh, I've seen many submissions that um, there was something special there. So um, it's. Uh, I can feel. I honestly, I'm always being surprised by you know uh, how wonderful those uh, the manuscripts are. So. Um yeah I I I'm looking for you know to read, read to um reading next uh, submissions yeah
2: of, of the 14 um, manuscripts that we're going to publish hmm. uh, next year how many of them came from agents and how many came from uh authors submitting directly
1: I think uh half and half so we do work uh, with authors' um, agent it, and uh, we accept um, unsolicited uh, submissions. So, um, uh, yeah, so for author, we, we publish many of our books are come from debut authors. So that's their first book. So, um, yeah, we we really focus to evaluate the submission, the manuscript itself. So how the story is, how the, you know, the, it, does it have a compelling writing, have, um, you know, have multiple layers and uh, have those um, really uh, 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 have some core message that children can learn from, can relate it to, too. yeah.
2: So, so at the beginning of our conversation,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you said uh, we're basically looking for stories with content. Mm-hmm. And now I'm hearing you say, we're looking for stories with mm-hmm. content. So you're looking for, I, I, I've seen your, the stuff you're publishing, and this is stories mm-hmm. with content. So mm-hmm. you are a publisher who you're looking for the story,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Um, I, I cor- correct me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yes, it's a um, fictional story. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, with the with the surprises in the end, and the end circles back to the beginning, mm-hmm. and the characters are empathetic, and there's humor and irony, um, mm-hmm. all the things that we look for in a really good story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And
2: then if it then if it has content, it, it's wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, something we will also do kind of like to br- really bring the story to life is like we will pair an illustrator whose art style not only fits this kind of story, but also will, the art style is somehow unique and make the book really stand out from, you know, um, from similar books with a similar theme. Sometimes we, you know, there was just so many um, similar themes out there, but um, sometimes you can tell the books have very similar art styles, uh, but we are trying to really discover new talents, um, in, in illustrators, and also to see what kind of art style really bring this story to in the next level.
2: Okay, so I all I can say is that the, the Yihu is very lucky to have you at the helm, um, somebody with so much sensitivity towards writers and towards uh illustrators and towards the story um and the emotional side, not only the stem stem side uh and you cannot deny that because I've seen your books personally, mm-hmm. and I've seen the books you're publishing. Uh, so um you can say whatever you like, Helen, but you have a huge heart
0: mm-hmm. in
2: your in your press. Uh, Maybe it's, oh, last question, I remember. Mm -hmm. Why do you have an owl? What's the owl there in Yehu Press?
1: Um is um, you know, the it's kind of like a sound like um owl. <laughs> so yihu, you know, the kind of like from the, uh, the sound of an owl. So we have an owl there. And also uh, owl is kind of like a um night animal and uh, it's uh, we we feel it's really a fun and a animal to have. So um yeah. <laughs>
2: So, so does Yi mean anything in Chinese?
1: Uh, it's a direct translation uh, from uh, Chinese Yi He, which means peaceful and harmony. Yeah.
2: Wonderful. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I let's say, so um, we're now at the end of 2022. I can't wait to see what you're going to do next year. Um, and uh, I want to have you back when you're, you have a, a, a book coming out in 2023. Now's the time to mention it. You have a dragon book.
1: Yeah, it's called um, "Long Goes to Dragon School." Um, uh, it's about a Chinese dragon uh, goes to who only breathes water uh, goes to a Western dragon school and uh, struggles to brace fire or fire, and uh, finally uh, he finds his own path and a sense of belonging. And uh, is this all- book
2: out? Is this book out already?
1: Um. It's now. This book is um. It's uh, it's already printed, and our team air shipped uh, several copies to me. And uh, yeah, I just uh, got it yesterday, so it's a perfect ah, Okay. <laughs> yeah. So and as, just-
2: as, as Jews in China say, "Mazel Tov."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I'm yeah. joking. Jews Jews say yeah. "Mazel Tov," and I didn't know that because I thought it was coming out in in a few months.
1: Yeah, we already got that. All our spring books are already printed. And uh, I, I received um, several copies of each book. So I will also ship them to editorial reviewers and our authors. And uh, some of our books, including this one, have uh, uh, the back jacket. Has, uh, there was a poster there. Uh, on the back jacket. So we are really trying, you know, different ways to really utilize the format of a book to, you know, this can be used as a decoration for classroom and for home. And uh, we also developed like a plushies. Uh, this is a dragon plushie. And uh, uh, here's another dragon character in the book. So yeah, we have enamel paints and stickers. So yeah, I hope next year we really, we can create this dynamic reading experience around our books, yeah.
2: So listen, it's been incredible uh, interviewing you, not, not only as the publisher of a uh, wonderful uh, a press, um, the bridges between China and the United States, and we need these cultural interchanges so badly, uh, but also as a human being, uh because you are wonderful and um you yourself are of course like your dragon i haven't read the book but i have a feeling that helen wu is a dragon who uh is somebody who saw who uh chases dreams
1: oh thank you thank you i I'll, i will work on it yeah
2: no i think you're doing a great yep. job so, so listen this has been wonderful And um, I'm Mel Rosenberg, the host of the Children's Literature Channel for the New Books Network. I got it right this time, Helen. Mm -hmm. And I've been interviewing author, illustrator, economist, and more recently, publisher, Helen Wu from San Diego.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me.
2: (laughs) We'll we'll correspond. (laughs) Say bye-bye in Chinese. I only know how to say ni hao.
1: Ni hao (laughs) <laughs>
2: bye bye, and we say shalom, shalom, which is peace in Hebrew. Bye. If we ever have Yehu books in Israel, it'll be Yehu Shalom.
1: <laughs> cool, yeah. Hope to. We should yeah. talk about
2: that. We should yeah. publish we should publish a book or two of yours in Hebrew.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we okay. Yeah.
2: But don't tell anybody. We'll talk. We'll do it. We'll talk about it off camera. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Have a great day, Helen. Thank you. Bye. I don't know how to turn these off. It takes me forever. Bye-bye, dear. Uh,
0: bye, bye, dear. Yeah. Bye.